This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? From the suburban sprawl in New Jersey to the shores of the Delaware River in eastern Pennsylvania, this is the Rebel Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 233, Glamour Goals. Yes, and plenty of those uh, this past weekend, and they just keep coming for this Red Bulls and this new formation, and it's just wonderful lately. Remember when we, we I kept yelling at Jesse Marsh? Mm-hmm. About when were they going to score goals? Yeah. Oh, here they are. They they know, showed up. I think he listened to you. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yes, this past Saturday afternoon, uh, the Red Bulls took on the Minnesota United, who have by and large been bad to terrible this year. Uh, and it once again uh, was the perfect team for the Red Bulls to face. Uh, players such as Daniel Boyer kept on his hot streak. Um, Alex Muil gets on the board, and of course, I don't remember the third goal. This is Dynamite Podcast. It's it's called BWP scoring his tenth goal of the year. There you go. He's now hit double digit goals in like it was like three years in a row, four years in a row. It's something crazy at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was fairly certain it was BWP, but then I was like. Wait a minute, was it? I don't remember. It was. He took the shot that deflected off the goalie's hand and went in. That is correct. Beautiful. Yeah. So, all right. So let's uh, get right into it. Um, might as well start with the bad stuff. Dislikes. What did you dislike about this match? Eh? That, I think that's the word I could say about dislikes. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know. It's hard to pick apart anything. I can't complain about the broadcast because mm-hmm. it was on ESPN, so I got to watch it. It wasn't an MSG and kind of got wacky. Uh, the Kanji man called the game yeah. on ESPN. I can't get mad at that. Uh, it was in a home game. I can't get mad at attendance. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I can't complain about the heat. I can't complain about giving up a goal to a bad team. What do I do here? Should I just complain about having nothing to complain about? I think maybe. This is all I have, man. It's all I got. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I can't think of a single thing. I mean, it's sucks. I mean, I think we have pretty much come up with something to complain about for every game until today. And there have been better games than this. I, I think the, all right, here's the only thing I'm going to complain about okay. is that I wish Mike Pecky was our coach for this week, just so he was the Red Bulls coach when he went on that insane tirade to the press with the, the copies of pictures and yelling and, uh, that was, that was some awesome stuff. I, that's, that's it. That's all I have. I wish he was our coach this week just for his tirade. That's all I have. There you go. I, I'm with you there. Uh, dislike is that Pecky is not the coach just for the rant. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So then, uh, then, then let's dive right into the good stuff. What did you like about this match? Well, since it's just me and you again, Jade's super busy, uh, baking, cooking, delivering stuff. Yep. I mean, I guess I'll throw a couple things out there. Uh, yet again, people wanted to dump on Sasha. Yet again, he had another assist in this game. He is now the all-time assist leader in uh, Red Bull history, mm. which was super awesome. 
Uh, BWP, of course, scores again. Royer scores three goals in a row. I'm just going to say it's three goals in a row because he scored two. Uh, the last two against San Jose, and then he scored this goal. So mm. not, not too shabby. Uh, but what I will say is that you mentioned the new formation. Mm. And it's working. Yeah. It, I, and listen, we're playing trash bag teams, right? We're playing trashy San Jose on the, at home on a midweek. And we're playing the second to worst team in Major League Soccer. So you'd expect results but this is a team that sometimes does not fulfill the results, and especially on the road. We'll wipe those fears away with these road games because they're definitely slap around those teams. It's leading to chances, and it's leading to scoring. I mean, eight goals in two games with this new formation, and they look they look great this game again. Uh, consistently coming down the field, consistently having pressure, uh, consistent shot attempts on goal, shots on goal, shots just going over the goal. And yeah, they gave up you know, a couple plays down the field, but that's what happens under this type of offense. The high press, that's what it does. It's, you're going to, the other team's going to get chances. Um, but they, what's to like? I just love the way they're playing right now. It's Mm -hmm. just fluid. Uh, the pressure's now actually coming and the goals are coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you said it earlier in your little, uh, your, your chat there. Um, you know, it, the formation switch seems to be paying dividends. You know, I would have been the last person to say switch out of the four, two, three, one. Uh, I would have just said, Hey, this is what it is. I would not have thought to go to a three man back line. Um, but Marsh did it. And to be fair, Marsh has been good about adjusting on the fly in the past. I mean, I think it took him a little longer than we all would have liked, um, you know, this, this particular go round. Um, but you know, he does seem to figure it out eventually. And again, it's, it would be wise to temper, uh, expectations a little bit, because as you just said, these have been some awful teams they've played lately. Um, but they've beaten them, beaten their brains in. So, you know, when they do that against bad sides, you know, it, it just makes sense that they should now be competitive against better sides. So, right. Um, yeah, so I'm with you there. Um, my like, uh, I'm going to have to get it out to Daniel Royer. Uh, I definitely got on this case a little bit earlier in the season for sure for not really living up to expectations. Uh, he has come on lately very strong. So, uh, you know, goal, another goal and assist in this one. Uh, kudos to Daniel Royer for sure. You know who I feel bad for on, on this team mm-hmm. whose, uh, goal numbers are now dropping. Mm-hmm. Out of the top scoring list, and that's good old Mister Own Goal. No, yeah, yeah, that's true. You got to feel bad for Own Goal. I mean, you know, he's he's, he's kind of plummeting at this point. It's kind of it's sad. <laughs> he made quite the name for himself uh, early in the season. Yeah, it's 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 really. I thought he could have. You know, I definitely thought he was going to challenge for Golden Boot for sure. Oh yeah, uh, but. I'll I'll say this about um, what we were talking about with the new formation. I think it helps when you have guys like a Tyler Adams and, and a guy like Connor Lade, you know, he did get hurt, but Mm -hmm. you have these fast guys that can get back on defense when the ball gets turned over. And maybe that's the big difference is having more speed back there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It will certainly be interesting to see with Murillo coming back. Um, I mean, Kamar Lawrence is obviously going to go right back into his old position. I can't imagine uh, they would keep him out at left back. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if Murillo is going to be the odd man out with uh, it working so well with Adams at right back and 
Sean Davis in the midfield. So yeah, got to play the hot hand, right? I, yeah, I think so. I think so at this point, uh, for sure. Um, unless, you know, I guess we'll see what Marilla does in, uh, in, uh, practice or whatever. Yeah. And we'll uh, definitely have more about, uh, taxi later on in the show. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't worry. We will get to him. We'll get to him. Don't worry. Um, alrighty. So prediction standings, uh, I moved up a spot. Oh, I didn't move up a spot, but I moved up a point because I guess to win, uh, but didn't get the score correct. And both Truman and Jason had draws. So it's Truman is in first with 13. I'm in second with 10. And Jason is in third and five. And I forgot fan tweets, which we actually do have one. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. I didn't forget. Yeah. We were going to get to it. So uh, you want to go ahead and read it? Yeah, it's from Wayne Harrison, uh, W. Harrison, 83. Uh, made a hard work of it in the first half with some sloppy, sloppy play. Okay. But deserved winners overall. Uh, referee got the quote unquote penalty call correct. Yeah, uh, it, I remember. I vaguely remember the call. It was something that on my first look I thought it was definitely a bullet dodged by the Red Bulls. But on the second close up look, I definitely thought it was the correct call to not make that penalty call. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that see see what happens when they start winning again. Mm-hmm. No, no one wants to tweet to us. No, okay. no one's the rage has subsided. Nobody wants to talk to us anymore because, nope. uh, uh, you know, it's just what, what are you going to do? <laughs> no one wants to talk to a rant show when they're happy. <laughs> eh, what can you do? We, we can't win both ways. So that's fine. I'll take the wins over tweets any day. Yeah. We're not going to all of a sudden switch the name of the show to Red Bull Fluffers either. So no. <laughs> <laughs> talking to everybody else. All righty. Um, so I guess that brings us to our next match, which is this Saturday at on July 29th, 7.30 Eastern on MSG. The Red Bulls will be hosting Montreal Impact at Red Bull Arena. Um, so let's get right into it. What do you think will happen this Saturday against Montreal? Well, I will say this. The Red Bulls do not lose on Forza Lucha Day. There you go. Number one, they do not lose. They have uh, four, I believe it's four, no, it's three wins and a draw because mm. this is the fifth show. Mm. So they got that going for them, boom, right out of the gate. Nice. And honestly, why would I see that changing? <laughs> Full week off, coming home. It's, you know, this is, uh, it's been weird because there hasn't been a lot of talk about this weekend. I, I know I've been too busy talking about Forza Lucha, so maybe it's my fault too. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any reason why the Red Bulls should not win this game 2-0? I, 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 don't, I don't see a reason why they shouldn't win. And I don't see a reason why they shouldn't get a second shutout in a row. Uh, in a row. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're just playing too well right now. Mm-hmm. I love playing home. I mean... How much more were we going to talk about Royer and BWP? Yeah. Absolutely killing it. I'm hoping, I'm really, really hoping uh, for a big crowd. I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of people giving away tickets. Now, of course, you know, StubHub, completely, a completely different story. Mm-hmm. But why won't you come out to this game? It's not going to be broiling hot. It's going to be, I think, in the, in the lower 70s by kickoff. Nice. It's going to be a nice night. I guess we'll get to our excuses uh, after you make your prediction. But really, I think this is the night to come out and welcome the boys home. Yeah. They've, they've earned it at this point. Yeah. Uh, I, 
Yeah, I think that's a pretty good thing. I mean, I think uh, they're playing. Did you give a score line, by the way? Uh, two nothing. Two nothing. Okay. Um, if you want to go out to this game, it'll be mighty chip. Right now, there are two tickets going for six bucks a piece. Uh, wow! Right, right above the sporter section, so you'll kind of be in that area with everybody. Wow! For six whole dollars. Wow! Maybe I will go to this game. <laughs> I think you should. I, I think now you don't have an excuse. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Um. So, uh, the Force Lucia effect aside. Uh, I think the Red Bulls are playing. They're planning. They're running a hot streak right now. Montreal is nothing special. Uh, they're coming home to a home crowd. It should totally be a good game for the Red Bulls. Uh, I am going to go 3-1. I'm going to go nuts. I think the goal is going to continue to flow. Um, I think this, you know, is working. This formation is working very, very well. Uh, and so, yeah, there you go. I think that's how it's going to roll for this Saturday at Red Bull Arena. Uh, no excuses, guys. No excuses. Especially, uh, with a certain game looming after that. Absolutely. Actually, uh, two games. <laughs> or no, no, yeah, just the one. I mean, you got two games in a week coming after that, but mm-hmm. August 6th, we know where everyone, we're going. So, mm-hmm. time to, uh, keep the, uh, hot streak. Absolutely. Going right here. Uh, prediction excuses. What do you got? Or oh, you mean att- attendance? Attendance excuses. What do you got? I only have one this time. I know it's Montreal, and it's not a very sexy game to go to. Mm-hmm. The only reason I don't think fans should show up is that if Joey Janela and Crowbar continue to fight after Forza Lucha into the stadium and literally destroy the entire place, mm-hmm. which which I think there's a fifty percent chance of that happening. So I think that's the only legitimate excuse for not coming to this game. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Forza Lucha Hangover is pretty much my excuse of the week for attendance for sure. Um, alrighty. So with that, uh, might as well go into the United States men's national team. Uh, they won their sixth gold cup last night, beating Jamaica two one. They got goals from uh, Josie Outdoor, Jordan Morris, uh, Kamar Lawrence uh, got the assist on Jamaica's goal. So a little Red Bull uh, flavor to this match as well. Not only, um, not only that though. Hold on. Not only that. Did he get, he, he got the assist, which was great. And, and the Red Bulls ended up winning the game with, or the Red Bulls. The U.S. won the game, which is even better. Mm-hmm. He knocked out Mexico. Yeah, that's true. That's right. He did that. He scored on the free kick in the 87th minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man. It, how sweet is that? Yeah, that was very nice. Uh, nice moment. So sweet. So sweet. I don't care that we didn't face Mexico in the final. That's their fault. Mm-hmm. I don't care what team they brought out. Again, their fault. Yeah. Taxi scored on them to beat them. Oh, wonderful. What a treat. Oh, it was a wonderful thing. Um, for sure. Uh, yeah, U.S. Uh, won uh, 2-1. Uh, they started looking like their old selves, in this, uh, starting with the semifinal match against Costa Rica, where they uh, got a number of uh, a number of goals, and uh, the veterans kind of came in and gave their, um, you know, whole uh, put their whole shine on the team, make it look much more pretty uh, than it did in the group stage. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really, I mean, if there's a twenty twenty one Confederations Cup, the Red Bulls have one foot in the door for that. Yeah. So there you go. 
Isn't it funny how Jurgen Klinsmann insisted that if you wanted to play in the national team, you had to play, play in Europe, and that oh, was yeah. his big thing, and blah, blah, blah. Look how well that went in that <laughs> in the and then era of the Klinsmann era. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, Bruce, now obviously there was some, you know, European, uh, American players that play in Europe that weren't here. Mm-hmm. And, but it was a ton of MLS players beginning to enter the cup. And, uh, yeah, they did okay. But they did all right for themselves. Yeah, it didn't do so bad. In fact, some of the worst players didn't play yeah. in MLS. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Omar Gonzalez, who seems to be okay as long as Matt Beasler is next to him. <laughs> um, but otherwise, he's not so good. Uh, then Eric Lehigh had a bit of a laugher against El Salvador. So, yeah, I mean, there were some players that did not shine, and they did not apply their trade in MLS. So, there you go. Uh, all right, I guess we'll move on to Dumpy Ground. One of the early stars of that Gold Cup for the U.S., Dom Dwyer, has been traded back to Orlando. Or I shouldn't say he traded because when he played for Orlando, it was on loan uh, when they were the USL. Uh, but he heads to Orlando City. What do you think about that? Well, the reason I, I wanted to talk about it is because I think it's just more uh, MLS bullshit moves. Mm-hmm. It's it's I, I, that's what it smells like to me. It smells like a player who's now, you know, he gets the national team starts, he scores a couple goals. Now everyone's talking about him. Suddenly he's moved off of super boring sporting Kansas City mm-hmm. to super popular Orlando. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me, but that's what this move smells of. And since the league pretty much controls everything, I, come on. It, yeah. Right? I'm not crazy, right? Uh, I got to admit, the first time I read it, I didn't think that. Um, you know, it, it, the, it does look like uh, Kyle Laren, uh, especially with his DUI dr- uh, arrest earlier in the season, apparently Orlando – is maybe a little bit more keen to move him sooner than planned. Uh, and if they do ship him out, they need a replacement. And Dom Dwyer is that guy. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's that whole uh, MLS kind of putting the guy in the hot spot. But, um, I don't know. <laughs> and, and speaking of MLS stink. Mm-hmm. Did you see who was named head coach of uh, LA two? Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley. Weird. How weird. That's strange. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Ah, just got the second most popular uh, American coach of all time. Exactly. You know, that's what you got. Hey, uh, props to him. I'm not bashing Bob Bradley at all. Like, yeah. welcome back. But I don't know. I just find these moves super funny. Yeah. Well, when LAFC comes into the league and they have, uh, you know, Chicharito. Uh, who's that? That Swedish guy that's really good, Zlatan and Messi. When all three of them are on LAFC, <laughs> then we'll know MLS uh, MLS stink is afoot. Sexy Ronaldo finally gives up Europe and comes to play here for some reason. <laughs> when they invent the uh, the designated player, you can pay him thirty billion dollars a year. Move, they'll make that rule so he can exactly. come here. Oh, of course. All right, uh, All Star Game is this Wednesday against Real Madrid. Uh, speaking of Ronaldo. Uh, oh, cool. there are no rebels on the all-star team. Uh, yep. are you shocked? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I want to say yes, because I'm surprised that Bradley Ray Phillips mm-hmm. isn't on this team. Uh, maybe you can overlook 
some of the other players. You can overlook Sasha for his early season form. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maybe Royer's not a name yet. Robles, I don't know how much more he has to do. <laughs> He's by far the MLS Iron Man. How is he not even getting looked at if you want to yeah. spotlight a guy? Uh, I think the one bummer is just BWP not being there. Yeah, I, I think it really is. I think he deserves to go there. But am I disappointed? No. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have all these players off. Please, David Villa, please go play in that game. <laughs> play 90 minutes. Go to quadruple overtime. Play 150 minutes. I don't care. Go go there and play and get embarrassed. I'm I'm super cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, go, uh, I could, although that being said, I mean, the, the veteran savvy that David Villa has, I could see him just like, I'm rec- thinking back to like one of Thierry Henry's, uh, you know, old all-star appearances where like, you know, a ball was kicked over his head. And if it were a real game, he easily could have chased it down. Uh, but in this all-star game, he just kind of jogged effort and clapped at the guy who gave the kick because it was, the right idea. <laughs> um, in terms of there being no rebels on the All Star team, I am not surprised. Um, they none of them have been up until at least the last three weeks have looked anything special. So uh, I'm not too shocked that uh, they uh, did not have any representation in this game. Would you like to see them pull what MLS uh, Major League Baseball does and have at least one representative from each team? Uh, um, it doesn't. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Could you, yeah, I guess you could do that. Uh, well, I mean, you won't be able to do that much longer because what I think it's 23 guys get on their roster. Right. But I mean, they could, you can tell me you can't expand the all-star roster. That's true. That is true. They could always be like, yeah, 35, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, uh, no, I would say no. I'd say the fan, you know what? I'm definitely on the side of the all-star games for the fans. So sometimes just let the fans vote. Um, this is to see their quote unquote dream team, uh, on the field, uh, see who gets on there and then, you know, let the coach pick the rest after that. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at and, uh, yeah, whatever. I'll still watch this Wednesday night. Right. And and you summed it up perfectly. It's it's like, whatever. All-star game. Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Red Bulls moves. They're afoot. Yeah. They are afoot. And uh, we got some big, exciting names coming to the team. Uh, announced today, Fidel Escapar, Panamanian Woo! center back. Wow. Hot move. Hot move. Hot move. Oof. Indeed. It is on fire. <sighs> That's the guy everyone was talking about after this uh, Gold Cup tournament. Yeah, he was he was the talk of the town. Absolutely, big time. You know. Like we got to get that guy with the same name as a, a drug lord from the eighties. That's mm-hmm. the guy that we need. That's the name. That's the name right now. Throw all the DP money at him. You know, <laughs> it's uh. Well, in all seriousness, he's a center back. They have holes there. That's about all I can say. Uh, the Red, Red Bulls are clearly going sticking with the. Um, the plan of taking non-names and seeing if they are ready to take the next step. So that's pretty much it. Um, uh, on top of that, the rumor is that the next signing will be Mohamed Kaita from, he plays, uh, he applies his trade in Norway. Uh, I believe he's also suits up for the national team in Norway. Um, 
at least they're under, I don't think he, maybe not the recent national team, but the youth teams. Uh, he's a winger, um, something the Red Bulls certainly need, aside from Royer. What do you think this, of this also underwhelming name being bandied about? Well, like, the problem is no one sees these people play, so we have yeah. no idea what to talk about. But if you're talking about just filling a space, mm-hmm. they definitely, they definitely doing that, especially with Grella gone for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but maybe he should be gone for good. Forever. Team's been playing pretty well without him, by the way. Yeah, maybe. No offense, Mike. You're a good dude, but. So yeah, I, it, again, they just stay filled a hole. Now, hopefully they don't get a third player because I think last week we all said there was no chance in hell that they would sign three guys. And we were pretty wary about them signing two. Yeah. So we got one, what, 98% confirmed? Yeah. yeah and then Kaita, Kaita, Kaita's a big maybe that Christian Dyer seems certainly, seems certain that he is going to sign. And then, Dilly Duca's on trial, baby. Woo! Is he 80 years old? I think he might be, yeah. I think he's about 80. Yeah. Uh, is he the penultimate average MLS player? He sure is. Yeah. Um, we already have one of those guys. His name's Sal Zizo, okay? Yeah, we have that guy. Yeah, we don't need any more, you know? So, yeah, that's 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 the Red Bull news right now. Um, <laughs> hot. Hot fire. So much guys, so many guys coming in that uh, are underwhelming. Uh, Kaida, especially to me, is like uh, like if this were MLS 2.0, early 2000s, where bringing in Scandinavian players was an upgrade, I'd be excited. But uh, I am not right now. <laughs> All right, uh, Sky Blue Report, take it away. Well, you can't say they haven't been exciting to watch recently. Uh, they were in Seattle. Mm. They were losing for nothing mm. and they scored four goals in 16 minutes to tie the game, That's which is time. unbelievable. Uh, if you do not watch this team, there's one name you just have to pay attention to. And that's Sam Kerr. She's killing it right now for this team. She was the one with the 10-second uh, hat trick, I believe. She's just absolutely been on fire. Uh, she had a goal and assist in this game. Unfortunately, they gave up a goal in the 87th minute and ended up losing. So, But, I mean, what more could you ask out of it? I mean, they gave you excitement, especially after being down 4 nothing. You're thinking that's, <laughs> that's going to be the dagger right there. Yeah. But uh, good on them to actually come back and uh, and fight to that draw and unfortunately lose. But I don't know. Good game. Uh, their next game is not until August 4th. So we'll probably mention that again if my math is right. We'll be recording again on Thursday. And that game is next Friday. There so, But if you want to know about it now, it's August 4th against the Washington Spirit at home. There you go. And then we'll mention it again uh, next week. And we will indeed. You will get your reminder. Yeah. All right, so that's it for the dumping ground. Uh, terrible team of the week. Go for that. Go for it. Well, I mean, I don't want to be the guy that kicks the team while they're down, except for if that team's DC United. <laughs> and I will gladly continue to kick them while they're down because they lost again at home, three to one to Houston. Ha 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 ha. That's all. I have to say. Now Houston's a pretty good team. 
But I, I don't care. I find them laughing absolutely hilarious. And they are still the worst team in the league by one point. <laughs> one point. The one point worse than Minnesota. And I'm going to reiterate again that we asked you people early in the season who would be worse. And you chuckled at us. You had a good laugh. You did. And again, who's laughing now? Not DC United. No. Certainly not Lloyd Sam. No. Alrighty. So with that, we might as well now move on to our very special segment. Forza Lucha. Woo! Give you your full Forza Lucha rundown for this uh, Saturday, which will be at uh, you know what you know the details by heart. I was gonna try, I don't. <laughs> so go for it. Okay, you're gonna have to look up the address for yourselves because I'm not gonna give you the address because I don't have it in front of me. But we're talking Forza Lucha Five Cinco de Lucha at the Holy Cross School, Harrison, New Jersey. It's on Frank Rogers Boulevard. You can't miss it. It's across the street from the Harrison Soccer Courts. It's right there. Uh, there's parking across the street. There's a parking lot. Uh, parking there until it's full. And then it's street parking. And I will tell you right now, if you're listening to this show and you are coming to Forza Lucha, please watch where you park because some of those streets are two-hour parking only, seven days a week. You'll probably get your ticket. You'll probably get ticketed. And do not park down in the strip mall where the quick check is because there's a good chance your car will get towed. There you go. Because they'll think you're parking there for the Red Bulls game. Mm-hmm. So, again, park in the lot. If the lot's full, park on a side street that's not too hard parking. There are some streets around there that it's regular parking. Okay, so blah, 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 blah. Uh, doors, 1 o'clock. The show starts at 2 o'clock. I would suggest being there at one thirty because that's when we're going to start kind of kicking off the whole show uh, leading up to the opening bell. Uh, I know CPA is going to show up early, and he's going to have something to say to uh, Commissioner Corvus uh, first. So you definitely want to hear what he has to say. I think he's a little upset that we didn't book him in a match. Yeah, yeah there you go. I think, I think he's a little upset. Uh, I don't. At this point, you know, I've talked about these matches so much, I probably do not need a list. Mm-hmm. But kicking off the show officially is Joey Janela versus Crowbar three. Uh, third time these guys have faced each other. I think they might destroy the place before the show gets underway. Nice. Very good. Very good chance of that happening. Uh, we have Jeff Cannonball and Tara Calloway mm-hmm. taking on everyone's favorite person, Matt McIntosh and Helen Vale. Hey, look at that. Yeah. And this cool. isn't a men fight the men, women fight the women. This is every man, woman for himself. Is Helen Vale evil now? Oh, I don't know. Matt I mean, her name's Helen Vale, right? Yeah. So, so I, and we all know Matt is a jerk. We know he's evil. Yeah. So, I hope he didn't infect her with evil. It, it's possible. Hopefully not Smurf evil. Oof. Him wearing that NYCFC shirt two years in a row. Oof, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. This to does not go, does not go over well. <laughs> uh, after that, we have newcomer TJ Marconi taking on fan favorite Oleg the Usurper. Two giant dudes that will be trying to kick heads off, and chop, decapitate, guys. Hmm. Good old decapitation. Yeah. So we have that. And then we have Sunny Kiss teaming up with Too Hot Steve Scott. All right. After a year absence, he's back. Yeah. 
uh, versus Orange Cassidy. And I'm not going to tell you who his tag team partner is right now. But let's just say he's a new face at Forza Lucha, but he is not a new face in the indie wrestling scene. He's actually a pretty big name. Does he run the place? No, he doesn't. No, it's not Eric Corvus. Oh, are, are, oh, are you saying he's the, he's not the face that runs the place? No, we didn't book John Cena or AJ Styles. Ah, I, I do. I do apologize for that. Yeah, I was hoping it's John or AJ Styles. Uh, we're gonna have Nicholas K defending his tri-state hipster craft beer title. Nice. In a falls count anywhere multi-man elimination match. That sounds. Uh, that sounds convoluted. Yeah, why don't you try to say that five times fast? Yeah, the, the match. Just try to say his belt. Exactly. <laughs> five times fast. The match, <laughs> the title, all in one. It's real. Yeah, it, it's a lot to swallow. Uh, I will have a video coming up very soon. Uh, with Nicholas K, we'll probably have it up at least by tomorrow night for the show. A short little video that's uh, it's it's pretty wonderful. I will just say that. Uh, and his he got his belt redesigned. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so if you want to go see his new belt design, uh, head over to his Instagram page. I believe it's just Nicholas K, and you can see his brand new shiny belt. Has he defended this belt at all in the year since he won it? You know, I could give you the answer, or you'll just have to go watch the video that will come up uh, within the next 24 hours. There you go, people. And you'll see exactly where the belt has been. Do you think I was actually trying to create a teaser of that question? Well, I'll just say, yes, I was. And we'll <laughs> never know the truth. <laughs> uh, also on the card, there is another singles match that I think is going to be absolutely amazing, and that's Arcadia versus Johnny Silver. Mm. Two absolute brutes. Johnny Silver was here last year, but I don't think you've seen a taste of what Johnny Silver can do in the ring if you haven't seen him wrestle outside Forza Lucha. He's unbelievably strong. Uh, Arcadia is unbelievably fast. It's going to be awesome. Let's just say that. And then I think last, because I think I have covered everything, and I have, our main event. It's the first ever Forza Lucha Cup Tag Tournament. Ooh. So instead of the singles competitions, which we had last year, this is a tag tournament with six tag teams, including Team Espana, nice. New York Wrecking Crew. Very nice. The National Treasures, Darius Carter and Juan Francisco de Coronado. Boo, they're evil. <laughs> the Reckless Dolls, which will be Vanity and newcomer Ali Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, a team called, I believe they're calling themselves Kyle Smiley. And that is Smiley and Kyle the Beast. All right. That should be fun. And then the big deal, Craig Steele is showing up with a mystery partner. Ooh, mystery partner. The only thing I could say about the mystery partner is that he is a um, uh, he's a champion among men. That's all I'm going to say. Jeez. Uh, okay. Yeah. So okay. that's our matches. Uh, I will say this: we're if you're looking for other wrestlers going to be on the show. Uh, Jay George is a newcomer. He'll be on the show. Mm-hmm. Pinky Sanchez, newcomer, will be on the show. Very nice. Yeah, we have Everett Cross, newcomer. Jacob Tarasso, newcomer. Danger Jameson is going to be doing an intermission stunt spectacular. Can't go wrong with that. I don't know what's going to happen. 
There's, there's going to be a lot. Commissioner Corvus is coming back. It's, it's going to be awesome. And the most important thing of this whole show is that all the money raised at the show goes directly to the AIDS Resource Foundation for Children of Newark. They will be in attendance. That's what this is all about. It's raising money for charity. We're going to have a ton of raffle items, raffle items from the Red Bulls, Sky Blue, the wrestlers themselves. Asbury Park is donating a couple things for raffle. Uh, we're going to try to have a beer garden. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Should, we, should people BYOB or? Uh, you can't BYOB. Uh, I would just say do not go insane with the, uh, the last B. Yeah. But for sure. All right. Um, there's a quick check right down the road if you want to buy food. There's a food truck actually right across the street. There you go. If you want to, if you want to, uh, pregame at noon, uh, the green room opens at 12 o'clock, hmm. which is the next block over. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. It's, it's, it's 10 bucks, dude. A $10 donation. $10. That's it. Goes to a good cause. Right. Definitely a worthwhile. It's always been a fun show, people. This is, there's something to get there early for. This would be it for sure. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, I guarantee you will have fun. If you don't have fun, you pretty much suck. Uh, you have no soul. Exactly right. It's that you hate children and you hate fun. Yeah. So, yep, that is at Holy Cross School this Saturday, Forza Lucha, uh, Holy Cross School in Harris on Frank's Rogers Boulevard. Um, doors open at one, show starts at two. So make sure you get out there this Saturday for the game. Uh, all right. So I guess with that, we will wrap it up. Uh, you can follow us at onceometric.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. You can give us money for whatever reason at patriot.com slash rebel rant. Email us at rebel rant at gmail.com. You can give us a call at 973-348-5329. Facebook, facebook.com slash rebel rant. Twitter at rebel rant. Jay is at Dr. Stooge. I'm at pmacd82. Truman is at the Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Nutrado, Google Play, Google Play, SoundCloud, and pretty much any place where you get you can find park uh, podcasts. And of course, thanks, Will Martin. Thanks, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, last words before we get out of here. I will see you at Forza Lucha, and then after that, we will win. That's right, just win, baby. All righty. Uh, so myself, Truman, and Jay, who is not here, this has been episode 233 of the Rebel Ran. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And as always, go Rebels. Peace out. Lights.